so um, we had a wonderful time meeting each other and some new people and old people. We're all old people, <laughs> old <laughs> friends, getting to uh, see each other again. Yeah, don't, don't say that in this in, in, in this sangha. That's old people. We're all yeah. we're elders. We're wise elders, and um, so uh, yeah, people people checking in about you know facing um, losses. Some people facing losses, and um, and one person facing some losses, but thriving, happier than she's ever been in her life um, through her aloneness. Everyone in the group seemed to be thriving with their aloneness. Benefiting from practice. There seemed to be universal agreement that practice is so beneficial for everyone. And um, yeah, just just it was kind of happy. There was some some difficulty, but generally people were doing pretty well. And um, and and because of the practice, and and very helped by this book, benefited by this book. And we one person we, we began to share our uh, uh, the book and and. Um, one person was uh, that shared was talking about how uh, how this practice of letting go of self, letting go of attachments, increases love. That the the magic of um, <clears throat> of this sacred aloneness of releasing. Detachment is not cold; it's it, it's really warm. And um, this person, all of her life, has been with people all the time, always with people. Very social person, very family oriented person. And now she's finding that she'd rather be alone, <laughs> be alone sometimes, or a lot of the time, just the riches of aloneness. So that's all for now. Someone else? <clears throat> there was one person in our group, and uh, that person brought up a quote, and they thought that perhaps it was relevant to only them. But in fact, it was relevant to many of us in the group, and it's a quote from page 145 in the middle of the page. And it begins, it is wise to look precisely at where we're afraid and at what we're afraid of. It is wise to look precisely at these things we might feel inadequate to handle. These are our hidden corners. And it turned out that that stirred quite a discussion about courage in our group and the need for courage. And that until we look in our hidden corners, we might not find awareness and insight that we need to walk into courage more. And it was a surprise that it was such a catalyst for discussion for us. It was good. Someone else? 
Our group started out by reflecting on um, losses, recent loss, especially uh, with Queen Elizabeth having just passed away and then another family member. It just brought it so into focus that this is going to be us one of these days Um, and how having a life with purpose and intention can often lead to, at least from reports, a a peaceful departure from this earth. Um, To backtrack a little, I loved hearing um, people share what's supporting their practice. And so from listening to Gil's 7 a.m. sittings and uh, another person receives Ajahn Suchito's newsletter and two folks are taking the Eightfold Path course. So we had a lot of general sharing before actually getting right into the book, but it's all related, right? And so I'm going to echo what was just said about um, the section on courage in the book, that that's, that's a real clear part of the path in general. I think we were discussing and agreeing, but specifically for this stage of practice the stage of our lives where we're um, having to face those things, that section that was just read about the hidden corners and, and what scares us, you know, facing it is um, well, it's a good option (laughs) since there aren't very many good options and uh, it's, it takes faith. It takes courage and, uh, and the group encourages us and, and teachers encourage us to do that. Thank you. Our uh, group um, uh, started, we were talking about uh, um, some of the changes and transitions involved in caretaking um, that can impact us and happen suddenly. And um, that can be very challenging. And uh, one of the members of the group uh, said that um, this really brought her an invitation the book was an invitation to um uh to practice and to um see um especially this chapter on solitude was a a very um inviting uh, uh beneficial chapter for her at this time in her life and uh, another um individual was talking about recent experiences with loss and death and and an accompanying sense of uneasiness about the time that she had left and that um this um made the the the, her interest in the book um all that much stronger and we were talking about um sorting out the differences between aloneness solitude and loneliness and um one thing that i was really interested in was the discussion of what's the different uh, about about uh, hiking alone and um, the difference in between hiking with people and hiking alone. And um, w- one of our members was talking about the experience of a real sense of tenderness for nature and oneself that is evoked um, when one is hiking alone and um, experiencing solitude in nature. And um, so I, uh, I really like. I found that very a very beneficial part of the discussion, and um, then um, there was um, 
a really interesting point brought about that when one seeks to be alone or one seeks solitude, how does one regard that uh, decision? Is it, 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 could it be out of withdrawing? Um, Is it really, uh, what is the intention in being seeking to be alone and to be, to have solitude? Is it, is something that is really beneficial and um, you know, what is, what is the intention around that? So I thought that was a really interesting um, topic. Okay. Someone else? Yeah. I'll go next if you like. Um, we, um, we had a great gem right at the beginning, uh, the nugget of, uh, the connection between um, solitude and connection, like to really be connected requires solitude. There's a deeper, deeper connection through solitude. Uh, we also explored the, like some of the other groups, the subtle distinctions yet connectedness between um, aloneness and loneliness. And, where there's an element of fear that might also accompany loneliness, whereas it may not be so present with uh, aloneness, per se. Um, Also, nature and how connection can be deepened in nature, particularly if there's a letting go, to just simply be present uh, rather than trying to make something happen, to just be there, then a deepening of connection happens with not just the earth and the sky and the water, but also even animals, birds, things like that. Um, we also spent a little time exploring how to support someone who's experiencing loneliness on the understanding that there are a lot of people in our world, probably at our age and at many at different ages, who um, really experience loneliness and suffer tremendously from that. And so we had a, a very helpful discussion, I thought, in terms of how to be present to that for those people. And I think the two things that came out of that were just simply being there. Like you're not, you, don't have, you don't have to do anything because you really can't, but you can really give that person your full presence and connection. And that in and of itself can be very healing as well as perhaps the question, how can I help? Um, I think that's probably about it. Uh, If anyone in the group, if I missed anything, please speak up. Great. Thank you, Michael. That's beautiful. Someone else? I'll I'll, uh, chime in. Our group had... uh had an interesting discussion on um, to start with just the book, how the book is there relating to the book in general and um, how a talk, how a chapter on solitude um, for some, for one person didn't come through all the words that are in that chapter and so it was kind of interesting to see people's, you know, our group's reaction to, again, to how the author 
you know, how the author speaks to us. And um, in, she speaks to me in one way and speaks to each person in the group a different way. So it was, it was very interesting to listen to um, that perspective, those perspectives. Um, there was a discussion on um, how being aware, being in the moment, uh, when you do anything from surfing to gardening to on, jumping on your bike, whatever it might be, to be to always think about the intention of being present. And um, let's see what else. Um, s- some discussion on the painfulness of loneliness, um, like what's missing when you have everything. Um, you know what is causing that feeling of um, insufficiency or inadequacy or, 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 you know, what digging down further in uh, uncovering what is at the very core essence of the loneliness that is enveloping someone. Um, So that was, I think that was, um, Oh, and in nature, solitude in nature, that um, being being in nature without any distractions, just feeling the, you know, sensing the trees and all the life that is, you know, in a national park or wherever or in a park near your home, that is, um, that's so nourishing um, for one's practice um, and, um and and I think it speaks to it's I think it speaks to reinforcing how we interact with other people um, in our daily life. So that's it. Thank you. I think there might be uh, one or two more people, but I see time is slipping by. And um, would it be okay if we? Um, unless you feel it's important to report about your group, just to, to kind of skip that. Is that okay? So let's do that and, and uh, have a 10 minute break and come back. Okay. So we're all at, uh, let's see, it's, uh, my glasses, it's 12, 11 now. So about 12, 20, if that, if that would be okay to, uh, Time's just flying by here. So if you can please try to come back at 12.20, then we can have time for another good share. Okay? Uh, and, and not to log out, so we won't lose the same. And don't, yeah, right. Don't lock out, so you'll be in the same groups. Exactly. Thank you, Ali. If you're back and you're, could you show us your face, just so we know you're back? <clears throat> First, I just uh, wondered if there was someone from the last time that did not get to share that wanted to. Um, I sort of lost track of who were group leaders, but if there is something that wants to be shared in the large group, uh, please just speak up now. And... uh, 
If not, um, I'm. Please bear with me. I'm feeling very quiet myself this this morning. But what? Uh, what I reflected on after reading this chapter twice was my own um, deep affection and friendship with silence and solitude. And um, thinking about, the author was talking about all the impediments to sitting in solitude or being with solitude culturally, habitually. Um, and what I wanted to look at, and maybe for us to think about both in the chapter and in our own experience, in our own life going forward, here we are at this stage in our lives, is if there is value in this, how to nurture it, quite practically. I mean, I'm quite fortunate I'm, I'm entering, going to start a retreat in a few days with um, our retreat center online and thinking, what a gift. I have this opportunity to explore um, the fruits of solitude, not at a retreat center, but in my home. Um, but when I'm not on retreat, you know, when we're back, back in our lives, moving forward day in, where, where and how can we really give this gift to ourselves? What does this mean? You know, how can we do this? Not just wishful thinking, not just, uh, but a good idea, you know, but maybe in our, um, getting back into our groups, maybe just deeply looking at what, how can we best give this gift to ourselves? Um, the other side of that, when she's talking about loneliness, if and when that may arise in our own experience, things come up and there's this sense of, oh my, I'm not, I don't feel connected. I, I'm feeling alone here in whatever is arising, is then practically how can we meet this with kindness? How can we ride the wave of maybe this feeling of loneliness? Uh, so in a practical way, to nurture aloneness and to be with possible moments of loneliness for ourselves and others, how can we use this in our practice in this time? So that's just a suggestion for moving into the group and uh, sharing this time together. So, Joe, if you'd like to put us back in our groups, that would be wonderful. And for 20 minutes. So, David, should we have people give some sharing? Yeah, yes. yeah we have some time. Yeah. 
So if anyone please share what, you know, if you feel inspired, it would be wonderful to uh, share it with the larger group. And particularly those who hadn't shared last time, if there are, if there are any left. And if not, just <laughs> the group leaders, please. Um, one of the things that uh, we talked about in our group was about getting outside, that there's something fundamental about that. And maybe um, the author uh, touched on that in her, in the book on, on, on the chapter in solitude, she started it out. She was talking about vision, you know, how visual we are and that, um, you know, by spending indoor time, you, you know, a lot of that is that we're um, impacted by the visual sameness of those indoor spaces and seeing the same rooms and objects and, you know, work that we haven't done and all the medical stuff and the pills and everything, the, the prescription bottles and everything, but simply going outside produces a, a real change in the mind and the breathing uh, and the sensory experience of the open opening up of the space. I, you know, I think, a lot of people will report that of feeling a sense of relief and opening and spaciousness. So it's certainly something to tune into and, um, you know, be aware of. And that really promotes that um, uh, connection that we're talking about of, um, of solitude and, um, um, you know, like getting outside and walking. And one uh, practical thing about the walking um, we were talking about hiking at our age is falling. And so we touched on the wonderful new technological devices that detect falls. So that can um, be an, an, a help if you want to go walking by yourself that you don't, you know, if you're worried about falling, there's that to things, uh, device, those devices that you can think about. So if Anybody else in the group wanted to add something? I know I only touched on a couple of things. I just want to say something quick is I think it's really quite interesting and helpful and amazing how there are so many people in our groups reading the same pieces in the book and having such a different way and content and interpretation of, of what it is. And, um, you know, oftentimes with the catch up times or the, you know, the sharings, there are sometimes it's all this, many of it is, is the same. People are touching on the same things. And then so many times there's different things. And I just think that's, wonderful and a, a big benefit of having this group. And so thank you for everyone who shares. <laughs> we had that experience in our group, Deborah. There were such a variety of experiences of solitude and what was the definition of solitude and even was there as much merit in solitude as the author purported? There was just for every person, 
in our circle, there was a different experience of mm. solitude and their relation to solitude and their interpretation of solitude. Um, it was really, really diverse. Mm. I'm just going to briefly say um, an overview rather than the content of our group. Um, the richness of sharing details of our practice is just, you probably all know, but it's not quantifiable. It is such a benefit to walk this Dharma trail together, you know, and hear ponderings and share overlap and resonance and um, the wonderful support to practice. And so, Again, thanking all of you who make it possible and all of you who just come and show up and join in. Very, very um, nourishing. I'll just pick one gem that came out of our group. I won't go into the whole lot, but we had one member of our group who um, just came back from a six-day retreat and shared that it was like taking the trip of a lifetime. And uh, we compared that to like travel, like the trip of a lifetime and, and attachments. Like as we get older, we let go of things like the desire to travel and we let go of little things uh, more and more and more as we progress into, into getting older. And that letting go, if we're really conscious and able to embrace the letting go, it actually brings love. It increases the, and the author mentions that, but we kind of validated that experientially as well. Well, it was just wonderful. Oh, uh, am I muted? I'm muted. Yeah, I'm unmuted. It was wonderful. Yeah, as Deborah pointed out, and Jeannie, the variety. Um, one of our one of the members of our group went through a real crucible of aloneness. He was alone for seven months after um, losing everything. Losing losing his everything, everything that could be lost as in dying was lost for him. And uh, so, you know, going through the crucible of, of, of the pains of those, those losses and, and being in nature and being, coming out, coming out of that hole and strong and sufficient. And then another member of our group just was so inspiring the way this person talked about nature, the vastness, the sky, the openness of, of nature. You could just feel the love that was coming from him in that experience of, of just being alone. It was beautiful. And then an, another person in our group, there's completely different stuff. You know, she's been really helped letting go, just this process of letting go and, and uh, of you know, downsizing her home and, and, and uh, letting go of uh, different attachments and letting go of health, health issues. Um, so, yeah, we're all walking this path together in different ways, in our own way. And 
what we what we share in common you might not put it this way but it's often put this way with buddhist practitioners is that we we take refuge we take refuge in this aloneness we take refuge in our awareness we take refuge in the buddha the buddha is the awakened one the awakened one in us and we take refuge in the teachings like the teachings of this book and other dharma lessons that 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 come to us and that influence our influence our view and influence our experience and influence the way we are in the world all in our own ways all in different ways in our group just all of them taking refuge in buddha and having that influence them in such different ways but equally freeing ways all freeing ways that's the point right freeing ourselves from suffering that's what buddhism is all about freeing ourselves from grasping and aversion and the last refuge is sangha and we all i think feel very supported i do today by this beautiful sangha of kind and wise open people honest people truthful people so much appreciation for everyone here much appreciation for your practice for your sharing for your connection for your community and uh, a wonderful way a wonderful buddhist practice again to help disentangle us from uh the painful little jails that we put ourselves in that we grasp onto the self the cells that we create for ourselves to our stories of self is by dedicating our merit the merit that we have, i think we feel this feeling that we have right now is merit merit of wisdom merit of love merit of openness compassion giving it away giving this to others so that all beings everywhere can have the peace that we all long for can have a lasting happiness that we all long for so a nice way to really feel the potency of giving away merit is to think of your loved ones wanting them to feel as einstein said we are energy feel the energy of our openness be helpful to them so may this practice not only benefit me and everyone here but may may this merit this practice that we've been practicing together today benefit our loved ones may it proliferate out and bring peace and lasting happiness to all beings everywhere may all be wouldn't it be wonderful if all beings everywhere felt this peace and openness and happiness and the causes for happiness may all beings everywhere be liberated from their suffering may all beings everywhere abide in a joy 
that knows no sorrow. May all beings everywhere rest in equanimity, free from attachment, free from aversions to everyone and all things, everything near and far. So thank you very much again. Unmute if you want and say goodbye. David, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>